court. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Serving in Business podcast with your host, Steve Ramona. I'm super excited to have today Doug Cornfield, who is the director of Disability Dream Do Events Boot Camps, and they work with pro teams. So tying disability with the professional athlete, I think, is a win. And Doug, so great to have you on. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me on your podcast. I uh, look forward to our discussion, and it's been great to get to know you over the last several months now, actually. Absolutely. I agree the same way. Well, let's dive right into pulling each other along because it's such a great phrase. It really tells you what it's about, but let's get deeper how the genesis of this, how it started and where you are today. So it's it really started with my business partner, Dave Clark, writing a in his book, uh, The Diamond in the Rough, the, the Dave Clark story. And his story is phenomenal. Dave's a polio survivor. He had an, a remarkable career in minor league baseball, pitching off his crutches. And I have a son that was born uh, with neither arm developed. And so being that uh, I'm in Dave's hometown is where I had moved to 22, 22, three years ago now. And I got to find out about Dave reading about him when he got a huge award, the Heroes of Sports Award in the Atlanta Journal. So I'm reading about this guy and we became friends. And so I pushed him to write a book about his unbelievable story that I didn't know anything about. You know, 10 years of professional baseball on crutches, you would think I would know, even if it was minor leagues. I grew up in the sports industry. I was a scholarship athlete myself, all that kind of stuff. So here he's in this little town with me. He had just finished a career of coaching in the Swedish major leagues, a three-time championship coach over in the Swedish major leagues. And I get him to write this book. I, you know, I pushed him. He, I guess I didn't get it to him, but I was pushing him. I said, you need to write a book. You need to write a book. At this point, I was his financial advisor at Merrill Lynch and had become a friend. All right. So I'm rereading his book because I was helping volunteer getting some book signings going for Dave. Uh, at this point, we'd become friends over a 10 year period of time. He writes this book and I started rereading the chapter two, which is called My Saviors. And in that chapter, he talks about a situation where he had all this anxiety build up. Because he was in first grade, he was the little kid that was different, you know, he didn't, the polio affected his legs, and he had those big heavy leg braces, he walked with crutches, he's the different kid in class, and unfortunately bullying was nothing new, he had been called olio, which rhymed with polio, and to kind of shorten the story up for a podcast, his teacher announces a field trip in first grade where he's got to walk five blocks away to the local fire hall, so for this little six-year-old, that's a nightmare. He knows he's going to be left behind. He knows he's not going to be able to keep up. He knows he might not even be able to go five blocks. You know, that's a long walk when you're six years old on crutches. So the day of the event comes and he does what every good six-year-old is going to at least try probably once, which is he tries to fake out his mother and dad about acting sick. And of course, his mom's old school. She knows better. She said, Dave, you're not sick. Get to school and let's go now. So off to school he goes. He's got all this nervousness continuing to build about holding the class up. And he goes to the back of the line thinking this is going to be the worst day of his life when the teacher called everybody to get in line. So here he is. He gets to the back of the line. And unknown to him, one of his classmates had pulled up his radio flyer wagon to pull him. And Dave simply never forgot it. So where I come into that story is uh, David thanked this little classmate in that chapter I was telling you about, chapter two, My Saviors. Because one of the beautiful things about Dave is that he was willing to thank the people that helped him in his journey. Okay, He didn't do all this great stuff without being helped. And that was one of those moments that he never forgot. And he never forgot his classmate's name. 
I don't know how many of you can rattle off people from first grade. Literally, Dave can rattle off almost like his whole class. He's got that kind of mind. This guy's name was Ernie Pound. And he thanks Ernie in this chapter two of Diamond in the Rough. And I'm rereading this chapter. And of course, I have a child with that was born with no arms. And Gideon was just a little boy at this time. And I'm like thinking, I get the goosebumps every time I read this chapter. And here I'm doing these book signings for Dave. I wind up looking in the phone book. That's how long ago this was. And a physical phone book, which I don't even know if I have one anymore. Wow. And I find an Ernst Pound in the phone book. And he's living 45 minutes away. And I make wow. one of those awkward phone calls. And lo and behold, I get him on the phone. He doesn't want to talk to me. It probably says Merrill Lynch on his caller ID, you know, kind of thing. And so I'm I'm talking to this guy and I said, Hey, did you go to first grade in Corning, New York? And he doesn't, he doesn't even want to answer me. He thinks I'm probably this, you know, CIA coming out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, uh he I got him to um agree to come to a book signing. Didn't know what David did in his life, didn't know that Dave went on to do all these remarkable things, coaching in the Olympics, coaching. It's owning his own team, playing for 10 years with teams like the, in the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Phillies and the Yankees organization, et cetera. But he remembered the wagon. He comes to a book signing, puts a book underneath Dave's nose, and he says, sign this one to Ernie Pound. And, of course, the emotions got pretty pretty thick at that little book signing. Yeah. And we do, we do have where you can watch a little video of that. I, I was able to catch that on video. Um, you can go to a pound of kindness, pulling each other along, but actually a pound of kindness. I know that it's on the right on the homepage because I, I wrote a children's book in honor of Ernie pound called a pound of kindness. And this is, of course, I'm a little biased, uh, but Steve, this is a great little children's book and we've gotten a lot of nice response from it. Uh, but it's just telling a true story about how you really need to, it's like an anti-bullying story. It's exactly what you need to do to help somebody um, and you know, and that's, that's what Ernie pound did. And so I brought yeah. these two men together and, and now, you know, now I didn't know I was going to be traveling all over the country when I left Merrill Lynch with Dave Clark, but, uh, that's what we do. Life changes and, and your story about pulling each other along. I've heard this before, but audience that fits for business. We need to pull each other along. Me and Doug work together. We're pulling each other along. That's why I consider him a friend now Yeah, because his story relates to everybody. And our podcast is serving in business. That is serving personally, but you serve personally, you serve in business. Now, you said something very interesting to me. You have a dis disabled child. I did not know that. And, you know, I pray for you and pray for your son. It sounds like he's doing well, but he, he, our, he has uh, raised so much money for our organization. You will uh, be amazed. Amen. Because audience, listen to his story, but how relatable it is to Doug. Tell that how. When you heard, saw Dave, and with what your story is with your child, what your emotions came about when you saw him, what you thought, because that's interesting to me and probably the audience as well. Yeah. So, I mean, it goes back. I actually read about Dave before I met him. Um, I'm, I'm transitioning from my own businesses that I had been running down in Atlanta, living in Atlanta with five children. Gideon was my youngest of the five. So I have this special needs child. So life changed, life changes, you know, in weird ways we don't expect. And while I was transitioning, I was reading in the Atlanta Journal or the Constitution. I can't remember which one it was. Some while paper. I was studying, <laughs> yeah, well, it was a, it was the Atlanta, you know, one of the, they were the same paper, just one was, that's when they did a morning and an evening kind of thing. Yeah. 
So, so I'm, I'm studying for my series seven in coffee shops. I'm going back and forth between Corning and Atlanta in this transition period of my life. And I pick up an article during a break of studying and I read Dave's article because he had won the heroes of sports award at the big world Congress center. It's a huge award, $17,000 check. You know, I still have the videos, Dick Schapp, the ESPN guys at the time, you know, were honoring Dave and brought him up on stage and all this stuff. And I'm like reading this article and I'm thinking, how do I not know about a professional baseball player that played on crutches? How do I not know that? And probably you people listening today, you're thinking, how do you not know that? I don't know. So, but what was more, I don't know if you want to say the stars aligning or whatever, is in the paper, it said Dave grew up in Corning, New York. And Corning's only like 10,000 people big. Yes, it has a Fortune 500 company. Yes, people have had Corning wear and grew up with Corning wear. And yes, people now know, or some people know, that their iPhone is Corning glass, you know, the hard glass that's on Corning. And fiber optics was born, you know, created because of Corning and all these other technological, you know, things. And that headquarters is right here in my backyard. But here, this little guy, five foot two and on crutches, who had this incredible career, uh, I'm reading this article, I have no clue. And so as it would be, if you want to call the winds blowing us together or whatever, I'm moving my family up uh, five at the time. I have seven kids now, but uh, five with this little special needs boy. And I'm reading this article and Dave is moving his family more permanently to Corning. He had a home here, but he had been coaching in the Swedish major leagues for 10 years. So he had a home in Sweden as well. And now he's in Corning. I'm in Corning basically the same summer. He's, I think he was scouting for the San Diego Padres when I met him. And then he went and he was doing a little part-time pitching coach with our local pro team here. Okay. So I take the family to a little minor league game and uh, I've Gideon in my arms. After the game, I go around the dugout, ask Dave if uh, he could meet with me. And so we met after the game. And we set up a breakfast appointment, basically. And um, I guess you could say the rest is history. You know, the rest is history. But on that, in that breakfast meeting, I, I tell people the only thing I can remember is that Dave looked at me after the meeting. and said, "Nobody's ever asked him questions like I was asking it." And great but story. I was coming, but I was coming from the perspective of a father with a child with limitations, wanting to know what his parents did. That was my angle. And of course, then we had him over for dinner. I got to find out he played hockey in college, even though he couldn't skate. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. Yeah, and, it's a great uh, story. No, it's a great story, Doug. And, and audience out there, I want you to listen to the passion he has. But he had this, you had awareness. I know seriously people studying for that. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of effort. It's a hard test. And here you had the awareness and the openness to see something else catch your eye. In business, it's the same way. Keep your ears open, your environment open to you. You never know what you're going to run into. And and now Doug's serving Dave and Dave's serving Doug and helping each other. But you're growing something very special. What's your goal for the net for 2023 with pulling each other along in your boot camps and things like that that you can share? You know, so obviously the last two years has been a little bit of a um, challenge, to say the least. Yeah, uh, you know, we were we were kind of on a roll. Our speaking events were on a roll. Uh, disability Dream and Do events were starting to get bigger. They were starting to get more populated. We were working with more teams, and then this thing called COVID and the response to COVID happened, 
and all of a sudden teams can't be on the field with our players, you know, our, our participants outside. And we can, you know, we had to do things differently. We had to, you know, all the little things that COVID brought, I don't even really want to get into all the negatives of all that, because, but it, but it affected us significantly it affected our funding, affected speaking events. All of a sudden people aren't calling Dave up for speaking events, you know, and so we had to pivot. And so our goal, if every, you know, if we have a dartboard, Tell people we have a dartboard. The center of our dartboard, the bullseye, is to actually bring more camps of of what we do because it's really what we're great at. You know, there's not too many times you're an expert at something. But what Dave and Dave and I, and I have another Dave that has incredible story, what we do together is it's excellent. It's great. Okay, I can pat myself on the back and I don't even feel at, at all um, like I'm boasting because when you come to one of our events, it's really, really great. So we do the sports camps for kids with disabilities with pro teams. And we, the last couple of years, we've only been able to do about five or six events each year on average. You know, so with funding, partnerships, uh, getting our own businesses and our business efforts, you know, back to going, you know, where we were, because a lot of our monies and funds are actually uh, birthed out of our own businesses so that we can keep these doing so we can do these for free because we don't charge for these events. And so ultimately we want to leave a legacy where we get to do these camps all over, not just baseball, not just hockey, not just football and not just sports. Uh, we want to give children and young adults an opportunity to discover that they don't have to just dream about what they want to do. They can actually do it. And if we can create a spark that gets them to go beyond their perceived limitations because I get to present to them, Dave Clark, the only professional baseball player that ever pitched on crutches, who had this amazing career in coaching in the Olympics, coaching for the Atlanta Braves, owning the, one of the most famous teams uh, in the minor leagues or really in the major leagues, but in the Negro leagues, uh, Dave's the last owner of the last Negro league team that ever played the Indianapolis clowns. And that was Hank Aaron's first pro contract, you know, so he still has the rights to this team. Um, it's an amazing story about all that, but you, we, we can go on and on about Dave Clark. Yeah, no, no, it's, it, it's, uh, we, it, you can see yeah. with what you're saying, Doug, is the stories just keeps growing and, you know, audience out there, if you have resources or money, it doesn't always have to be money. It could be a number of things, a place to hold these camps. I'll have Doug's contact information in the podcast. I also want to mention, he's got a great podcast. I've listened to two of them. It's called Pulling Each Other Along. Go search it on Apple Podcast uh, or all your favorite Spotify, whatever. Search, find it. You know what he's doing in his podcast? He's sharing a, a, a heartwarming story. With COVID, you mentioned COVID. I call it Mr. COVID. It's just okay. been a mister. You know what? But you pivoted. And, and people in the audience, listen to what he just said. Replay this podcast. He pivoted. I believe the people that didn't pivot are not successful now today. And that's unfortunate. And I pray for them, but Doug's able to do that. Let's help him pivot even farther. So in 2023, we give him 10 to 15 to 20 camps a month or whatever he can handle because heartwarming stories are missing in this world. Right, Doug. And Absolutely. this is a heartwarming story across both Dave's and you as well. Right. Well, we're, we're totally about inclusivity. And I know a lot of people talk mm -hmm. about inclusivity and diversity and all those kind of things, but rarely do the companies really put their money to it. Um, they want to, they want to kind of like check a box. Let's not check the box. We're actually doing it. You know, we get, you know, 50 or really 80 to 120 families on a field with professional athletes. We're not just checking off the box. We're making a difference. And, 
And that's really what we're looking for. People that would want to partner with us and, and not, and not just in money, although obviously money is a big part of it. And there's so many ways that they can partner with us. So uh, the pulling each other along podcast, you get to hear myself and I, and my co-host are Dave Clark, Dave Stevens, uh, who we didn't even talk about, but Dave Stevens is a seven time Emmy award winner with ESPN for 20 years. And he was born with no legs. His story is equally as amazing. All the stuff that he does. And, and, and so uh, it's, uh, you're getting to hear some really different perspectives and so when we're talking about pulling each other along and trying to drive people's perspectives of what pulled you along in your life, what's pulled you along in your business, just get those little nuggets so that people can listen to our show and, and really truly bring something that can uh, affect them personally, because that's really what it's about. If they're going to listen to our show, we need to bring them something that's going to help them in their life and pull them along. Well, I've just got to say this, and I'm very bold to say the world needs pulling each other along as much as you and this audience and the businesses, this is definitely would be a game changer. And again, I'm going to put his contact information, a way you can reach out. I tell people that I mentor entrepreneurs and business owners, you need to serve. If you're not serving today, serve tomorrow. And here's an opportunity to serve Doug and what he's doing with Dave and Dave. And um, the ability to feel good is easy to do if you search for it. And this is a feel good story. Doug's a great guy. Like I said, we've grown in a relationship of, of, of friends and helping each other. Those are the guys I want to support. Those are the guys I'm going to stand. I'm going to fight with to the very end is people like Doug. So please reach out and help him. You know, we got a couple minutes left here, Doug. Uh, let's some final comments for you, for the audience and what they may need to know. You know, it's, it's, it's a little thing. Cause I, you know, we did this book pulling each other along. So I grabbed uh, 30 more stories. I don't know if you have this on video or not, but the pulling each other along story and, and the and the children's book that I have, A Pound of Kindness, um, these stories are what we need to get out. And there's there's a little thing, though, that's extra that I have. And I created a little greeting card. I don't even think I have one to show here, but it's a greeting card that is to go to somebody in your life that's helped pull you along. And we need to share those stories. You know, if you have somebody in business that gave you your shot, that gave you that loan that you didn't think you could get, that gave you that opportunity to work with them and it took you to different heights than you could have ever imagined, you got a new learning experience, they brought you into their circle, whatever the situation is. And it could be something little like bringing a wagon to school that gave you the confidence and it made you feel included and not excluded in your own class. You know, so we have all these little stories of people that have helped pull us along in our life, but rarely do we actually share it uh, to that person. And don't wait. So the greeting card thing is like, when you have somebody that's helped you in your life, your business, tell them. Tell them, send them a thank you note, send them a pulling each other along book, a pound of kindness book, or something else in, you know, flowers, whatever it is, and let them know. Because I think, you know, we're so divided in this world right now. And, and we don't, Dave and I don't get into pit politics or religion with our organization because we serve all sides, you know, and all religions and all inclusivity and all ages. Actually, that's one of the other things. We don't even put an age limit on our event. Uh, we'll have folks with intellectual challenges that are um, well into their 50s that come and play baseball and they have the time of their life. But if you have that person that you just need to say thank you to, like Dave did in his chapter two of the Diamond in the Rough, the Dave Clark storybook, thank them. Let them know. Don't wait until it's their funeral and you're telling a story at the microphone and they're 
they're not there to hear it. They're there, obviously, potentially in spirit, whatever you believe, but they're not physically there to get that thank you from you personally. And so the encouragement is to thank them. And I 